<laughs> Good morning. This morning on Facebook, somebody Facebooked me and told me, who's the asshole that's typing while we're YouTubing? And of course, it's the fucking gypsy. So I told him to quit fucking with his uh, laptop taking notes while we're trying to uh, get a message across to you people. Um, the, um, the first day um, was interesting like always. It was always interesting for me to hear the comments from you people uh, last night at dinner. And uh, I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning. And I can always sleep. And I was thinking about each one of you. And it's going to be, you know, like Atlas Shrugged the movie? Where he's trying to push the fucking globe up on his shoulders. That's how it's going to be me getting you across the goal line. It's going to be a tough motherfucker. But it's always never easy. It's only easier. But I got up at three and uh, my wife said, are you alright? I said, yeah, I'm just I'm thinking about the, the doofuses. Uh, because uh, we all have different personalities. I had my first meeting last night um, with uh, Theodore. Um, and we'll have our own private time. Actually, we're going to film one of the private times. Uh, not the private time, but the beginning of the private time. So they can see what my office looks like, etc. Um, but it's always a challenge, because notwithstanding some of you are better prepared than others, nobody's really prepared, even from the fatherland. As I said to you last night when we were having drinks, I know more about you guys than you know about me. I've Google fucked you, Link fucked you, Tweet fucked you. And I either know you by what you write in your tweets or what you don't write in your tweets, whether you're linked fucked or you're not linked in, etc., etc. I've had my staff put a file together on everybody in this room. Yeah, okay, thank you. And James is maybe not the smartest guy in the room, but he fucking listens. <laughs> um, I watched myself last night on YouTube. So I was late to getting to, uh, for drinks before uh, dinner. I cried. Because I know how fucking hard it is to get where I got. I listened to my raising capital, my raising, uh, financing your dream. I listened to all this stuff every once in a while and I cried. Because I remember the fucking sacrifices I made. And they're virtually 2% of the people that come through the room are willing to make those sacrifices. 2%. Plus, I'm a great fucking speaker. I love to hear myself talk. And that's why doing the movie was so easy for me. Spencer Tracy, a great actor, Academy Award winning actor from many, many years ago, used to say, he used to take Catherine Hepburn, he used to call her Kate. They were, they were a couple for about 20, 30 years. He says, this is like stealing, this money's so easy. And I didn't know exactly what he meant. But it is, because he virtually played himself in every movie he ever played. And I, you know, I could make, shit, a movie a week doing that playing myself. Now, whether uh, I, I could be like Robert De Niro and be a method actor and all that, that's, that's another story. But if I could get away with making a lot of money playing myself, Christ, I want to come back as an actor. And as I told you guys, I probably want to come back as a porn actor. So why not have some fun at the same time? 
But getting back to the message I was trying to get across, I woke up at 3 o'clock and uh, the, uh, couldn't go back to sleep. Uh, I stayed in bed till 5.05. Then I got up, did my stretching. I stretched 20, 30 minutes every day, sometimes twice a day. Since I didn't work out yesterday, I, uh, I'm not stiff when I wake up. Um, and, but if I go past three or four days without working out, I get stiff anyway. So I, I stretch, and I'm 68 years old, and so you know a lot of people that get older get stretched. But I, and I, I was reading my uh, emails this morning from Bruce Whipple, uh, and he also commented on it. He knew who it was on the typewriter. He knew it was you, the fucking gypsy. He says, tell the Roman to stop typing. And I, I just emailed him back or tweeted him back. Said, You're right, it is him. But um, because every group, just as I'm prepared for this, and I prepare, and I prepare 60 hours before you guys get here, and I prepare, and even before that, when I get your information, I look at it, I look at it again, and then again, I just read it again this morning. It's because I'm good enough to be able to interface stuff and relate stuff that we're going to talk about to each individual. You know, from the chocolate maker to, you know, the, the actor, uh, uh, TV personality, to James, the internet scum, to the wannabe from the fatherland that took uh, 55 years to get here. So every time I look at one of the slides, like we're going to start now, we're on um, creating your personal foundation, and now we're talking about the, the focus on uh, the ends, uh, not the means, because the ends justify the means. Now I'm not talking about murder, I'm not talking about rape, I'm not talking about things that are immoral. But for you, some of the things you'll think are immoral. Like you made a comment yesterday, I wasn't shocked. When I said, Harry Truman and I say, well, you think that you're in hell, but I only uh, 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 make it sound like you're going to hell, or something like that. And I said, just imagine all the pressure President Truman had after Theodore, or uh, not Theodore, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt died. He had to make a decision to bomb Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And when he was asked, what are, what are, what's going to be the uh, body count, he asked. And they said to him, as legend has it, we don't know, Mr. President. Well, why don't the fuck you know? Because he swore a lot. Why don't the fuck you know? Because it's going to disintegrate most of the people. We can't count the fucking bodies. And he said, holy hell. Uh, I don't know if he said holy hell, but he said something like that. And then he said, uh, well, uh, how many people do you think we're going to die? Depending on how many people are up or in shelter, because they know we're coming, between 60 and 150,000. So President Truman said, for both cities? He's thought of both cities. And then General Marshall, from the Marshall Plan, he said, no, no, that's per city. So just imagine the pressure on the little guy that was president. And you said he was an animal, or you said something like that. It shows you how you think. I admire him for having the balls to end the fucking war. Taking the decision, unfortunately, to have to, you know, incinerate a lot of people. Now, that's not politically correct today. But I believe, since I was born four days after they dropped that fucking bomb, 
that it has kept anybody else from dropping the bomb. True. Because everybody knows what the fuck happens. And even though Russia's got a big mouth, the North Korea's got a big mouth, everybody's got a big mouth, they know, and Obama has shown, even though I'm not an Obama follower, Obama has showed some real balls. He sent the SEAL teams to zap Bin Laden, he sent the SEAL teams to zap this guy, and there's a lot of other people he's been zapping with drones that we don't hear about. So even though he's, 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 he's way left of my thinking, he understands, and he's, he's said, and he's turned gray now, and all the presidents turn gray, and they all age, because the pressures of being president of the United States, arguably um, the uh, leader of the free world, are overwhelming. Well, those same pressures are going to be on you. Because for you to do what we talked about the first day, and what we're going to talk about the next few days, is going to be overwhelming for you. And there's a thing called emotional flooding. You can Google fuck it. Emotional flooding, is, oh, the gypsy, don't fucking type it. Emotional flooding is when pressure comes in so fast on you, you can't, your synapses can't fire quick enough, and you can't make the decision-making process. It's like you're in front of a dam, and, you're, and one hole breaks out, and you put a thumb, and then you put a finger, and then you put a toe, and you're trying to stop, and then pretty soon the whole fucking dam comes in over you. That's emotional flooding. And that's what some of you will experience. You can get over emotional flooding, and that's why you have the chairman, that's why you have the dream team, etc., etc. And when we talk about picking advisors, pick advisors you cannot afford. This will be tough for the fatherland people, because they're fucking cheap. Pick advisors you cannot afford. Because the ones that you can afford are all bums. The average accountant in the United States makes uh, $48,000 a year. The average lawyer is $62,000 a year. And, I mean, my wife has lost more in fur coats at fucking airports than that. A year! So how can anybody making 50 grand a year give you any kind of goddamn advice? My lawyers make tens of millions a year each. And you wonder why you do doofus things. Remember the law firm I showed you yesterday? Doofus and Associates from Pennsylvania? That's a real law firm. I Google fucked it again. And Mr. Doofus is now, he's an old doofus now, because that picture is about 15, 18 years old. He must not have heard about the seminar. Because I make fun of, you know, the doofus test is whether... You know, I do business with you. You know, are you going to go to traffic? Are you going to meet me on Valentine's Day? Are you going to meet me on your anniversary, etc., etc.? So I've been up since 3 o'clock in the morning thinking, how can I relate to the two fatherland, kind of quasi-fatherlanders, okay? A gypsy Roma, an Australian that's a wannabe American, but it's got a, a great voice, and a TV personality that's already been had quite a bit of success. And so as we go through the slides, the couple hundred slides or 300 slides that we'll go through today, PowerPoint, I will be able to relate, and I look through your material again, and I, I made a comment yesterday. The people that are most successful start making changes in their life while they're here. And the people that are the most successful, and since I've only instituted the mentoring program in the last couple years where I deal with you weekly, and no cost to yourselves, as I've reminded you, which I'm considering changing next year. 
the uh, people that go through the material again. Now, I have a, almost a photographic memory, and if I go through the material four or five times, what does that mean you should be doing? And Roma here has gone through it three times. He tells me he can't remember shit. So he's all emotional uh, flooding's already occurring on him. One of my mentees, a guy named Ed Straker, taught me how to read six, 7,000 words a minute. He does speed reading. He's done it for NASA. He's done it for the West Point and a lot of people. My ex-wife can read backwards, 10,000 words a minute. She can start at the back page, and she's not like in Arabic or Hebrew. She can read a book backwards because you assimilate it, you take pictures in the mind, and it's, it's, it's not very difficult. But if I continue to do this, what should you be doing? And what should you should be doing? And when we talk again later today, we'll discuss in more specifics. But I thank you very much for the tweets. Thank you very much for the Google fucks. Thank you for the LinkedIn's, etc., etc. We'll talk to you guys later.